0: And that helped me find joy in my job. Even if there were people that weren't nice, didn't really matter because I could find purpose in what I was doing and I could find purpose in just simply how I handled myself, right? Working too much, but feeling like you're just kind of spinning in a cycle that can be wildly frustrating. And then I would say, yes, you're working too much. And there's probably an element either of you're just not being set up to be successful. It's not a reasonable fight. It's not a fair fight. Or there's ways that you can be working smarter and not harder. And sometimes it's a mix of both. I'm not for rise and grind. I'm for rise and shine. Dude, you work too hard. One of the most often commented comments that I see. Is that a proper sentence, commented comments? Dude, you work too hard. Pops up a lot in this episode of long-winded by nature i'm going to explain how i define working too hard in a way that i think could be more broadly applicable and also potentially remove the stigma around what hard working looks like feels like how we can define it and hopefully start to at least explain why i find it so odd that There seems to be a large population of people that will applaud and stand up for some of their favorite artists across the board, whether we're talking the music space, just the art space in general, creators, whomever, and not think twice about the amount of effort that they are putting in and talking about openly. I mean, there's literally a Drake song that opens up with the line, working on the weekends like usual, and he talks a lot about working his ass off, just to name one artists in particular, but yet, if you're not an athlete or an artist, it's not cool. I think that that's kind of bullshit. I've always felt that it was really weird that there would be this kind of stigma around hard work relative to the court to the corporate space. I- I'm never going to lift a Stanley Cup over my head. I'm probably never going to win an Oscar. Like there are things that are just not going to happen. Most likely, definitely not a the Cup. But there are a lot of things that are just simply not going to happen in my career. But that doesn't mean I can't have a career that I'm proud of. And who is anybody else to say that I work too hard, especially if you don't know me? And this isn't a clap back at anyone individually. This is literally time that will help you as the listener have a better understanding as to how you want to define working too hard for yourself. Right? So think of this less of a argument pro or con, but more of a let me offer a suggestion rel- relative to a measuring stick that is a better potential indicator as to whether or not somebody is working too hard. I see three pieces to this. The first piece is are you happy? Super simple. That should be the overarching goal regardless. I've got a lot of free career work tips and sheets in a drive that I started a while ago on TikTok to just answer bigger, broader questions that I felt awkward trying to answer in short-form content. And I often start, especially the bigger, how do you just do well in your career type of pieces – with happiness above all else. If you're not happy, then nothing else really matters to a large extent. So are you, you know, working too hard? One is simply defined by happiness. Number two would be, are you content with the output? And number three would be what you're choosing to do about your broader circumstances, So happiness, output, and then willingness to be in control of your circumstances. That's a simple measuring stick at a high level. Let me explain each. The happiness one is pretty straightforward, but there are different ways that the happiness can rear its head. It can be simply in finding purpose in what you're doing. I think a lot of people who are that are hard workers and seemingly are content have found purpose to help connect the dots to happiness think of the janitor that you know that enjoys the fact that when they leave their job there is a clean space for others to then utilize for whatever whether we're talking a school or a gym an office building etc right? There's people that find specific and intentional purposes like that. When I worked at a driving range, I found happiness and contentment just in how well can I clean the range? Like there was something that felt satisfying about, okay, yes, I know that there are for as big of a driving range as, there, as that is, how well can I actually clean it up? And more so, can I provide a decent interaction with people that are coming and asking for golf balls and can that just experience be smart, efficient, effective, etc. And that helped me find joy in my job. Even if there were people that weren't nice, didn't really matter because I could find purpose in what I was doing and I could find purpose in just simply how I handled myself. So take McDonald's for example. I think anyone can write a purpose statement that is just simply the most positive outlook of what they are doing. Using the McDonald's example, I help get people meals that they can afford and enjoy. There is nothing wrong with that. Right? And that's basically the reason why you would go into any fast food restaurant. Something that you can, something you're going to enjoy and that you can afford. Straightforward. Straightforward. And for me right now and what I'm currently doing, there's much broader purpose. We help small businesses. I run a large creative agency, an internal creative agency, that does small business creative at massive scale. Somewhere in the ballpark of fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 projects on an annual basis. My job is to set up other people to be successful in their jobs. right? As the boss, it's not... The sexiest role to say, yeah, I help manage our finances and oversee process and help other people make specific decisions that will impact the way that we do our jobs on a day-in and day-out basis. But that's basically what I do. And I find a lot of happiness and purpose in it because how well I do my job can help dictate how well other people can do their job. I love the idea of... When a leader is more of a, what they call servant leadership, I am there to serve and my purpose is to put other people in a position to enjoy their job as much as possible and have everything that they need at their disposal to be as successful as they can potentially be, right? So relative to working hard, if all of that is there, huge box to check. The other most important piece of happiness, which could and arguably should be its its own fourth box is the happiness around the job, right? So the quote-unquote work-life balance. But not everybody has a work-life balance to balance, right? Some people just are in their own kind of state. So, but for me, work-life balance means a healthy, positive, and present relationship with my wife and my daughter. If there is a question on that side of things, it's a deal breaker. Are there frustrations at times because of my, not usually my hours, but but the days, right? How many vacation days I get? When I should come home early to handle a specific meeting? Those types of things. Yeah, there's frustration around it, but overall, there's there's a mutual and understandable alignment on why what I am doing and whether or not that is too much for us. And we've certainly had the conversation time and time and time and time again. Should we sell the house and move? Is there a completely different life out there for us? And we keep coming back to no. this works. This is for us. So am I working too hard for the first box? The answer is for the most part. And look, there's no definitive across the board. There are going to be times where you have roller coaster rides through this stuff. So I'm also not trying to say that like everything is absolutely perfect on my side. It is not. It is a work in progress. But overall, am I happy? You're goddamn right I'm happy. And do I feel like I've got the right support and balance on the home front? A thousand percent. So box number one for me is checked as well as it could be checked. Box number two is how content are you with the output? Right, Working too much but feeling like you're just kind of spinning in a cycle, that can be wildly frustrating. And then I would say, yes, you're working too much and there's probably an element either of you're just not being set up to be successful, it's not a reasonable fight, it's not a fair fight, or there's ways that you can be working smarter and not harder. And sometimes it's a mix of both. The environment just isn't proper and you're probably just not being as effective and efficient as you could be, right? I mean, who among us hasn't probably seen some hours go wasted in any given day and then been like, crap, now I'm super stressed out about this thing that I could have easily gotten a week ahead of? It happens. thousand percent happens for myriad reasons. Our brains need breaks. Simple and straightforward as that. But if depending on what you want to do, depending on where you want to take your career, just simply not being happy doesn't go deep enough. I think it's about are you content with your output? I am content with my output. I'm, you know, I I could say if nothing else others could make fun of me for you work all of those hours and this is as far as you've gotten. I could so I could be like, okay, ouch, that hurts, but and I probably sounds weird for me to call myself out like that. But I could see that as a more reasonable thing to throw at me versus just a generic you work too hard. But you work too hard and you've only gotten this far. I could, I could almost live with that more than just the, the generic version. But I'm cool with, where, with how far I've made it so far. 45, I've been in an executive level role at a very large company for 10 years now. I have accrued an exorbitant amount of experience. I would argue I've accrued double the amount of time that I've actually put in because of the craziness that I have seen because of my experience with restructures, reorgs, managing very large cost centers the responsibilities that a very corporate environment brings to the table to make sure that we're running things effectively and efficiently in a no frills, no BS, there are no, there's no card games with how you need to manage the business on a day in and day out basis. And I've been doing this for for 10 years. And I went through a three company merger, which was bonkers. So I have accrued a ton of experience in what I would say is a relatively short period of time. 10 years is certainly a long time with any single company and kind of a rarity these days. But for everything that I've seen and that I've done, I would say it's more like 20 years and I'm very thankful for that. But I'm, I'm content with the output. So whether am I, am I working too hard? No, because you know, the amount of the amount of things that I'm able to do review and provide thoughtful feedback on PowerPoint decks, God knows how many each week, help provide specific guidance on things as big and broad as what is our five-year vision to, can I help the person that's been with the company for four months write more clear and articulate emails that will set that person up to be more successful in the long term. I do all of it to the best of my ability. I try to have a zero inbox at the end of every day, certainly by the end of every week. And it's because I get back to everybody or I file things effectively and efficiently so that I can handle it in the right meeting at the right time. It is always a learning process. I, you could make the argument that I'm not smart enough to do more with the amount of time and hours that I put in. But I'm okay with the output. So box number one, happiness, both professionally and personally, check. Box number two, how might I feel about the output of the work? I'd feel like I'm able to crank out a solid amount and that my effort, it's not like I'm sitting on a bike that's stuck in first gear. I certainly feel that way at times, but I'd say overall, I feel like I've got the gear at a pretty decent space. And again, I've probably said this already, but this is not to say that anything that I'm doing is perfect by any stretch. This is just to combat kind of the stigma around working hard and that it's for us to define for ourselves. So box number three would be doing something about it, right? A lot of people get stuck and they're like, I'm overworked, I'm super stressed out, but it just perpetuates. I feel like I've got enough other things happening where I'm being smart and strategic long-term about who I am and where I'm going. And I also fully understand, especially when I got to really, really, really dark places in my career, I am choosing to go back every day. After some of the worst meetings I've ever had in my career, it was a full-on, I am choosing to go back tomorrow. I do not have to go back. I've always had a choice. I may not like the choices. I may not like the fact that I don't have enough money saved to be able to just do whatever the hell I want from here on out. I may not like the fact that when I've had discussions with my wife about where I am right now when I was in a terrible spot a few years ago and that... If I leave, like, these are the financial ramifications if I don't find something else right away. If I don't find something else that pays this well right away, what would we have to do as a family? It's health- I think it's really healthy to think through those things because then you kind of know your own quote-unquote worst-case scenario. And if for some reason we ended up in a trailer park in God knows where, USA, as long as the three of us are together, we're cool, right? And we've had that conversation. There is no, well, shit, you can't buy me some really nice Jordans next year for Christmas, so, you know, we're not going to support you anymore. No. So that always let the third box be well-checked for me, which was, what am I doing that is in my control? Fully understanding that I always have a choice, a huge piece of the control. And then more importantly and specifically is fully understanding that If I'm an employee at a company and things are not going well relative to work-life balance or the amount of projects, or how, then it's on me to help fix it. Even at times where I thought, like, this is somebody else's problem, this is above my pay grade, etc. A, I'm at a level of responsibility now where in most cases it is my responsibility, it isn't my pay grade. But even things that are far outside. Company values and culture. When I felt like things were not in a good spot and there were open conversations about where we were from a culture perspective, my arm was the first goddamn one to shoot up and we were in a broader meeting and they said, or they asked who would be willing to help oversee, be part of a new committee to rewrite and to launch a set of company beliefs and values that will help set the tone for who we are and how we behave. My arm shot up immediately and I worked my ass off for those next handful of weeks so that every morning I would be the first one back at the table with really specific language that I wanted to see go on those posters on the walls so that we had one common approach as to how we would treat each other. That's understanding the control. Was I working too hard at the time if I was staying up to like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, which is mad late for me when we wake up at 4 a.m. every day? Just so that I could be back the next day? No, I don't think, I didn't, I didn't think that it was. Why? Because it was about what kind of control I could have. And I just didn't like the idea of letting somebody else potentially control those reins. So happiness at work based on purpose and at home how do I feel about the output of what I'm doing? And then am I doing something about it? A, am I either in a headspace where I feel stuck or I feel empowered? And then am I able to wrap my head around the empowerment piece of it and understand what could be at my control? It's so easy to say this process sucks. I can't believe we do blank, blank, and blank. Bringing a solution to the table is a whole other story. Bring a solution to the table that gets ignored, deeper conversation about that. Why is that? What could you have actually done? I think in most instances, we probably do not give ourselves enough credit, and I still make this mistake, in regards to what type of impact I could have if I said, here is a really specific plan. In most cases, when I've brought something to the table, and I've even done pieces on how to bring your weird ideas to life, when I brought things to the table, when I get no's about it, it just helps... Make it stronger the next time around so that I can finally get a yes. And then, last thing I'll say before bringing it all full circle is it's just, I don't think it's this is going to sound weird. I'm going to try to say it in a way that doesn't make it sound like woe is me to a certain extent, but like, why is Kobe mentality like cool in some instances, but not all? If you have the broader balance that I'm trying to describe, Shouldn't we be able to chase whatever we want to chase? Why can't, why can't I go and shoot free throws at 4 a.m.? My equivalent being responding to people's emails. Not nearly as cool. I'm not going to you know, have a jersey hung in any rafters. But I don't give a shit. Because I'm proud of it. I have happiness. I feel like the output is worth it. And I'm aware of what I have that's in my control. So is you contemplate where you're going in your career? Are you working too hard? Are you burning out those types of things? Maybe happiness, full awareness of the output of your work. And are you content with that? And then how much is in your control and what you're doing about it? Maybe if you look at those three things as a more specific ruler term of measurement, It doesn't have just to be, I'm working too hard or I've got the right balance. Maybe you can calibrate because it's confusing. It is so confusing these days. So again, instead of trying to advocate for hustle culture, which I do not, I'm not for rise and grind. I'm for rise and shine. I'm for the human aspect of this. We get one goddamn spin on this planet and we have to spend a lot of time doing work. I can be a shepherd at heart. I can be a farmer at heart. I can be purpose-driven and still go into a midtown office building. I am allowed to do that. I'm allowed to have the mentality of, it feels really good to complete this PowerPoint presentation, this project, etc., and get the excitement that one would probably get scoring a touchdown. I am allowed that. Nobody can take that away from me. And so with those things in mind, where I stand personally and professionally, and hopefully this will help anybody trying to wrap their head around a career and what it means because you feel forced into this space of, I have to define this balance and I got to get it right. And if not, everything's going to cave in around me. Happiness and purpose, both professionally and personally. Are you content with the output? What you're able to see based off the hours and the effort that you're putting in. And what is in your control and what are you doing about it? My name is Tim and I am long-winded by nature. I love you for spending this time with me, and I hope that this helps.